0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: The disenfranchising bills were another case in point. The Dorch Bill, for example, called for a secret ballot that carried printed names in lieu of party symbols, outside assistance to those who could not read, and required a poll tax. Similar legislation had already been passed in several northern states with the purpose of excluding ignorant, gullible, and easily led voters, both black and white from the electorate. The idea was welcomed by a number of elite blacks, including Francis Ellen Harper and W.B. Du Bois. Soon to become Harvard's first black, to be awarded the PhD, Harper advocated, uh, PhD, Harper advocated educational and moral requirements for voting and Du Bois, Bois, I mean Du Bois, uh, disputed the need for a federal elections bill, nothing in the New York age, noting in the new york age when you have the right sort of voters you will need no election laws but purifying the electorate as it was called especially in the south was calculated to exclude black political power even if race was not mentioned per se in tennessee for example at the time of the deutsch bill when it was passed 54 percent of blacks and 18 percent of whites could not read moreover to appease white rural voters the bill applied to only those areas where sizable black vote was held Mm. shelby and davison counties which included nashville and the cities of knoxville and chattanooga still to struggle for political restitution before getting the literacy numbers up appeared to be putting the proverbial cart before the horse many black opinion makers including ida entangled in myths of their own still saw vote the voting issue in terms of class rather than race They, too, were concerned about a black electorate increasingly made up of less educated, gullible migrants who were inundated, uh, who were inundating the cities before the referendum. The pro temperate CME Christian index out of Jackson, Tennessee, opined that most blacks would vote for prohibition if left alone. But worried that they would be used as an an unwitting tool by both parties with no access to an objective analysis of the vote the black elite had reason to believe that its worst fears had come true the simple irresponsible right to vote does not of itself alone constitute a true citizen wells wrote in the christian index in june 1889 two months after the Dorch bill was passed hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and and we're live on a monday ready to do some podcasting find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips the official weapon of the show is and the unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and that excerpt is from ida a sword among lions uh by i believe paula Giddings, um and that talks about um the right to vote and right around prohibition so black people black men had earned the right to vote and uh women of any race could not vote i believe at the time and so um what started to be what started here was that black people started to be blamed uh for the lack of prohibition passing in the south
2: ain't we always blame for some bullshit that ain't got nothing to do with us
1: right um and then of course there was this monstrous well we're letting all these new people vote and while before this we weren't as concerned about the education level of people voting suddenly now that black people had a right to vote it's time to start checking these iqs guys I'm not, we gotta make sure they're smart you know you gotta make sure you can read so one of the things they would do is like uh like they said they kind of changed it from your party affiliation with the symbol of the donkey or the elephant or whatever it was and they switched it to here's just their name now, no we're not gonna put that democrat symbol because you know if you can't read you can go by the symbols and be like i want the democrat or i want right. the republican well and i believe this is back when republicans was more on the side of black people but um yeah it's like you look at this shit and then you know they're like take that off We you now you have to read the whole name of the person and that's how you vote well as they say here 54 percent of black people couldn't read 18 percent of white people couldn't read so you're immediately <laughs> you know sacrificing your own whites by the way 18% of them but you're immediately saying okay cool this is a way to get rid of half of the people that are even black and can vote um it only applied to the places where black people were so other places in the state that maybe you're illiterate but it's only white people that are illiterate and in that's in that, it, it it didn't matter then they're not even gonna enforce it they're not that's okay we just want to make sure black people don't get the vote um, you know, and this is, you know, this is a, a a long time ago. And at the same time, you know, you have people, uh, this 1889, you have people today still pushing like this, don't worry about voting shit. You know, the black vote doesn't mean nothing. You know, it's okay if you don't feel like voting, don't worry about it. Uh, find another way, you know, that kind of shit um and they've been trying to suppress our vote since the second we got it in before right um and, and in creative ways like it's never just a straight up like you know they know they can't just say black people can't vote right you know so there's always some voter id uh close it on sundays uh let's make the poll hours less so that people working don't have a chance to come in and vote then black people gotta work you know we don't have jobs you can normally just take time off and stuff in certain positions Um the other thing I liked about this passage even black people and this is something that happens today even black people fall for this class over race bullshit where like it's a class problem not a race problem you know, we, why we keep a, attacking class, it's about class, guys. It's, we gotta get, you know, somebody that talks about class. That's the only type of, you know, for, even if they don't know what they're talking about with race, as long as they're talking about class, we'll be fine. And, you know, like I said, this is why Elizabeth Warren was my favorite candidate this season of, uh, voting. Um, the 2020, uh, primary.
2: 2020 season.
1: Yeah uh she was my favorite because she intertwined both i think both are important but when you're black race is more important than this class shit because your race and class are inextricably tied and you can't every time they've tried to push a class initiative white people got it black people didn't every time none of this shit is new none of it's like all the stuff that people are telling you is these revolutionary ideas they're not revolutionary ideas they're ideas that we've been trying to get implemented for years some of them even got implemented and we got frozen out which is why we're still at the bottom going hey we would like to have blank they always found a way not to give it to us you know um the other thing i thought was interesting in this same chapter they talk about how um yeah in nearly 50 percent black memphis where 2399 have voted for prohibition and 6821 have voted against prohibition now prohibition is outlawing of liquor and so down south especially it's considered a vice the women's temperance movement had started and it was a vice alcohol really had fucked america up look up go watch ken burns documentary on prohibition if you guys want to see it but it had fucked people up like alcohol is a drug we don't really talk about it. it's the acceptable drug in america right, right. but it's a drug nonetheless and at this time people were you know it was being blamed for a lot of stuff men coming home beating their wives men not coming home at all getting addicted being lazy you know all that kind of shit so they were like we need to pass prohibition right and prohibition is much like pornography in that in public everybody was yeah this alcohol is bad we need to cut this shit out people need to stop drinking you know we're very respectable here we go to church and we work and we come home and we eat dinner with our families and we go straight to bed and we wake up and do it in the morning again you know like how everybody presented in public but the truth of the matter is saloons were, were filled always right people were constantly making their own moonshine and shit drinking mm-hmm. uh you know to the point of access uh all the time of excess all the time and so in in private in that voting booth people once they got behind that that you know that private situation this like well now i can vote uh no i don't want to give up alcohol that was just for out there, so they were running through this situation of people, especially the men. Remember, men were the only ones that could vote, right? So you had men that were like, "I, oh yeah, I would give up this drug. I, you know, I, I understand it's terrible. We shouldn't be doing this." And then they get back there, you know, away from their wife who can't vote, and they go, "You yeah, know, I want I to drink." So what did white people do? They blamed black people. They said, "Well, no, no, no." We're all upstanding white Christians. We're obviously voting for, you know, prohibition.
2: But y'all are the largest elective, like the largest percentage. Mm -hmm. Nobody else can really vote. Mm -hmm. The fuck y'all talking about?
1: meanwhile they were also saying you know the reason we have to get rid of is because the blacks guys the blacks are the ones who are really bad on the alcohol they get the alcohol they're whistling at white women they're raping them okay they're violent They're they're like right and so they were like it's really them that can't handle the alcohol but we need to ban it because it's just really bad for everyone but especially the blacks but then when it came time to vote and it lost prohibition lost they were like oh see what it was the blacks went in there and they all were like no we love some alcohol we we for alcohol we we smallest
2: percentage right. right
1: we're gonna ignore all the black people that have lobbied against alcohol because black people are also on that against alcohol train especially black women uh in public but and of course black people being extremely religious in the south there was a lot of fire and brimstone we got to get off the alcohol shit but white people still use them as a scapegoat sans proof didn't need any proof um, so yeah voted against it. the biracial bipartisan administration of david p hadden hayden, hayden um, had become too riddled with republicans and negroes now that reforms and investment were firmly in place now republicans at the time once again were on black people's side mm-hmm. so they were like look at your terrible government y'all got republicans and blacks uh, taxing district officials became a target of a witch hunt to oust corruption within their ranks in 1888 hayden himself was indicated was indicted i'm sorry for malfeasance ostensibly for tax taxing gambling and prostitution establishments instead of closing them in less than two years after the referendum vote, Tennessee, which had had the most competitive two-party system in the South during the 1880s because of black voters, became a one-party state, dominated by Democrats, newly united on the race issue. So, like, they, they were using black people and the hate of black people more specifically to unite their entire party and unite white people against us. And then blame us for everything while still keeping and profiting off of these vices, off of the alcohol, off of, off of the prostitution, um, all of that stuff, you know? So it was, it's just interesting. Like when you look at the history of voting in this country, um, and this is really on my mind today because, um, I just watched this thing called, uh, the great hack. It's a documentary on Netflix. It's a movie, um. It's been out for a while, but I, to, I finally been having time to watch all this shit I've had on my list that I haven't taken the time to watch. And it's basically about the 2016 election and Facebook.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And we've talked about it on the show before, but this is like a documentary where they go into detail. You get to meet some of the people behind all this stuff. And there's this company called Cambridge Analytica that did all this uh, analysis on american voters now they did this all over the globe not just us the uk they're they're very their hand is very responsible for pushing brexit um in trinidad and tobago they started a. they were they start they were part of the do so movement which is essentially a movement that says don't vote right right so you had a lot right so you had uh and they were for hire like you could hire them if you're the president and you don't want to uh lose then you hire them and they start these grassroots quote-unquote movements with misinformation and articles and stuff targeted at certain people to be like let's make sure that this person sees this thing and one of the things they said they did because this is exactly what i thought happened you know because it was called the great hack and i remember thinking i'm not gonna watch this because i already know what it is and I, it's not a hack it's it's uh it's it's propaganda targeted to people that are the most prone to be propagandized right right and so i was like i'm not gonna watch it because i already know it but i was like let me watch it today you know i've been watching a lot of shit like this lately after truth and all this stuff so i'm watching it and i'm like they the things i picked up on the most what they would do is get your data from facebook and stuff Mm -hmm. they were supposed to delete it they didn't
2: of course not
1: right they would get your data and they would figure out that they couldn't manipulate everybody not Mm -hmm. everyone is susceptible to this no but a lot more people are susceptible to this than you think right and a lot more and they weren't just coming at you from one angle see what happens is in our circles and this is one of the reasons that like I said I pull back from a lot of the activists and a lot of the liberal circle people and said you know what I, I gotta just analyze shit for myself because y'all niggas get caught up in this wave too much and y'all say stupid shit y'all you know but if if it's like if y'all all pat yourselves on the back for saying the same stupid shit then it's not stupid anymore right but it's still stupid to me so one of the things they figured out was they targeted three types of people they targeted people that that were fearful they tar- targeted people that were uh apathetic and then they targeted people that were angry
2: mm-hmm. right anger is probably the number one thing
1: well for i no, the number one thing is fear
2: oh, but that's white true. people okay.
1: afraid of losing okay. everything
2: okay yeah i just think for me personally it's anger but yeah
1: yeah the number one thing is fear you know not that all three of these things are exclusive. i'm sure you can be fearful right. and angry but mm-hmm. but fear fear is the number one thing obviously and many many white people that voted for trump they did it they got them brainwashed essentially by by targeting them with these ads of like here's hillary clinton coughing she's gonna die and she's a terrible person she's a liar they play like a clip out of context of michelle obama talking about something else and then put a hillary clinton logo thing like she doesn't even like hillary you know that kind of shit um And they're just sending these ads to you Through the algorithm all day, every day And so eventually you click on these things You start to see these things over and over and over again Facebook meanwhile is not regulating any of it They're letting you see whatever Facebook and Twitter And these places that are run by white men Essentially feel like freedom of speech means Free for all Because they've never felt any true level of oppression right and they can essentially pass for straight cishead, head white men you know even though i do know that uh mark zuckerberg is jewish he's white he's a he's a white dude to most people correct um and so to them freedom of speech is essentially anything goes mm-hmm. well wow well, that's not even what freedom of speech is in the world like in america freedom of speech is not anything goes you can't threaten somebody you can't um you know if you target someone for harassment that that's a legal thing that's a legal matter now if you say uh fire in a, in a crowded theater that's that's not freedom of speech anymore right? right so freedom of speech isn't really true real and even the even with them saying freedom of speech is real post a video with somebody's um music right
2: oh it's the first thing to get going
1: right so they have tools that could stop this stuff but they don't because they f- they were one getting paid for it two they're white dudes who think this is freedom of speech and this is fine and so these companies took advantage of it um and so you will have people that literally like uh like trump would his people would be like reach out to cambridge analytica we need a contract with them to help us in the election and they will put the propaganda out there on social media to it, shift those votes it
0: was everywhere
1: and they had like a certain number of people that they felt were uh attainably uh they with, with pretty good confidence they could switch their votes i forget the exact number of data points they had on each person but it was like 30 million voters and like 500 and something data points on each or something some crazy number <laughs> like that um, so they could tell like your your personality profile like okay is this person quick to anger are they sad are they apathetic how do we motivate them how do we They
2: do the algorithm based on what you post in the past what you interact with probably how you uh, repo stuff
1: so the things that they really count were people who are going to vote Republican they want that and be conservative in general because this is all over the globe they did this but conservative and then the other thing they wanted People who weren't gonna vote. They targeted people with different tactics. Of course, your white conservatives is fear based. It's white, the people are coming, they're gonna take all your guns and your money and blah blah blah. Okay. But for your black people, it was very much we want you to feel apathetic. It doesn't matter. Your vote doesn't count. Don't worry about it. It's all the same. Who gives a fuck anyway? and they really heavily influenced people like that and then they also influenced the people that were like i'm so angry and i'm so woke that i'm not gonna vote like fuck all these politicians This, this will show them i'm 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 woken in y'all y'all don't understand and the whole time i kept thinking about over the years, you know how we've seen some people that really have bought into this as a personality. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they, cause like I said, uh, on the, I can't remember if it's on this show or a different show. If you're not gonna vote, you do realize you could not vote and not tell anybody.
2: Correct.
1: So there's something specific about the need to not vote and then voice it to everyone in a declarative fashion that says something different. Like this is about attention. This is not necessarily about, um, your personal choice this Mm -hmm. is a this is an invitation to to debate right right
2: because a lot of people don't vote and they don't tell nobody and nobody knows and they're going about their lives right
1: and so you know i i I went over last week how we watched that that documentary about them literally hacking voting machines
0: Mm -hmm. right
1: we went over that but this is about a different kind of quote-unquote hacking it's hacking the human brain which is already biased and predisposition to certain things and so they would send black people these like activist websites and groups to get them joined in the movements and stuff and these articles and one of the things they did too that I thought was really like at one point they had like an activist march that Russia literally sponsored and people like black people in America showed up and marched at that thing they had no idea
2: right? yeah how would they know
1: right um and so it's so crazy to think about how, uh, people were manipulated. And it's the, it's like when I finished watching, I had to, it's almost like you have to take your hat off to Cambridge Analytica. And I don't mean that and they did a good thing, but I mean it like it's the ultimate heist. It's the heist where you got somebody to give you their money and their power while making it feel like it was their idea and making them want to defend that idea you know like it's 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 honestly like to me i don't i look at it no different than like fox news brainwashing Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like like people are are comfortable saying fox news brainwashes people because they're thinking about white people right you know people that are around us anyway but they're not comfortable being like well this motherfucker kind of got brainwashed by you know the these woke movements they got brainwashing and not doing shit you know they gave away their power it's the only thing that'll make you be like yeah i didn't vote and fuck you bitch i'm proud of it you got a problem with it it ain't my and it's like that thing where uh like bernie sanders today endorsed joe biden
0: mm, okay
1: five days after dropping out mm-hmm. uh if you're keeping track 2016 took 36 days for him to endorse hillary Clinton. but okay you know hey you learn from your mistakes Maybe he got better, I don't know. But the point is, I've seen his people, some of them black, some of them white, talking about how they're not gonna vote Biden, they don't care. Biden, you know, I'd rather have more Trump than, than this. You can't make me, you gonna have to earn this vote, all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh even while even though Biden's already adopted or, or pushed left or more left on a couple more policies and from Bernie. I
2: thought that was the point.
1: Right. They they don't care. They don't care. They want him to be Bernie even if he came out and had the same exact platform as Bernie they'd still say no um and so the point is though these people have been heisted they've opened their bank vault they've given their money away and now they have to defend it
0: Mm -hmm. they can't
1: say oh shit I got got that's the one thing that really and like I said Twitter social media is kind of bizarre world so who knows hopefully this doesn't translate to real life and it doesn't seem to be because the numbers show people um showing up more to vote for Biden this year than uh they did even for Hillary or Obama in certain Mm -hmm. places but the thing that it showed me was like these people are they're incorrigible it's impossible to reach them they do this grandstanding for the attention of the grandstanding correct they want the they 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 can't they're incapable of admitting they were wrong they're incapable of admitting they could do better they're incapable of saying hey i changed my mind
2: you that's, know that's okay they it's okay to be like you know what i got got like it is all right but a lot of times when people don't want to do that a lot of times that's just pride
1: this man was worse than i thought i would rather vote for biden than him that's all it would take for most people to be like all right cool you've been acting like you've been acting like a head ass for." Three four years now, but um, if you get if you if you can let it go, I can let it go.
2: That's all people saying,
1: right? But they can't let it go, right? Because all they have at this point,
2: and that's why other people don't other uh, go. Okay, then fuck you, and they'll keep it trucking too.
1: Cambridge Analytica no longer exists. They declare bankruptcy in order to avoid uh, a, lot, a lot, of lot of lawsuits, legal, and mm-hmm. you know, fin- like just culpability in this shit,
2: right? Because because countries is like, hey dog, this is some bullshit. You need to be held accountable and responsible,
1: but the mentality that has been programmed by people cambridge analytica that still exists they don't need you don't need a cambridge analytica to get these people unbrainwashed nope they will forever be this way like or they gonna be this way you know to prove a point all the way to, down to, to the as a ship burns like it doesn't matter if they have a fire extinguisher in their hands they would rather the ship burn to think they're proving some philosophical thing and i'm just saying sober minded clear vision objectively these motherfuckers are the problem
2: yes they are
1: you know and like i said i i can't make an exception for black people Uh -uh. or anybody anybody on this bullshit is the problem it doesn't matter it doesn't they've been trying to do this to us since the fucking day that the word came up voting and they the, the way the day the concept of voting came up in america they've been trying to figure a way out to keep black people out of it
2: right right because at the end of the day we they don't want us to have any power any authority they don't want us to run anything you know three-fifths of a person and all that other bullshit yeah. like like
1: man. they don't even want things to benefit us
2: no why why because as far as they're concerned um this country has never ever got over slavery and free labor and it never will that's why uh they want to pay you the lowest that they possibly can it will be free if we didn't have minimum wage minimum wage is the only thing that's preventing a lot of jobs from being like fuck it you better come here and work for goddamn free
1: so that's what i was thinking about when i found that 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 excerpt today because i was like look at the games they played on us voter intimidation right they used to have guns at the polls we're gonna kill any nigger we see come up here but don't matter if they did it or not and our ancestors were so fucking understanding of the power to vote some of these motherfuckers went out and shot the fair one with these white people so they could get the right to vote
0: mm-hmm.
1: like they would show up at the polls with their guns too like well somebody going because i'm voting and people died not just black people white people got killed and shit too like um so this is something we've always fought for and you know i'm so proud of the the people that are still dedicated black people specifically uh that are still dedicated to encouraging people to vote getting out people to vote Mm -hmm. um making sure you vote you know helping with these different um organizations that get people to vote i'm so proud of them Mm -hmm. because they carry on a legacy of our ancestors and that's not a shame that's a pride and i feel proud when i vote because of that i feel proud to get on this show and talk about voting but there's also this other thing happening of these people that willfully give up their you know it's like they lay down their guns essentially in this battle or they walk to the other side and yeah i don't have to be proud of this person i don't have to plot them and the worst part to me is that these motherfuckers want all the credit when uh trump wins they're gonna want all the credit if you guys would have catered to me trump would have lost if you would have did what i told you to do trump would have lost but then they want no blame so when i say well you still should have voted because you know now we have trump in office and they fucked things up well you can't blame me It's not enough people that's out there they want it both ways and i look back and i read these stories and stuff and i'm like it's shameful you know people oh don't use shame you should feel ashamed
2: come on you should i don't i don't know what to tell
1: you like this is shameful behavior man like you know and you don't have to go this far back like i said go look at the great hack you should feel ashamed that these motherfuckers bamboozled you that they they mind tricked you you into being like i'm staying home and that that's me making a i'm making a bigger statement to sit this out you know, I don't want to hear what you have to say about Trump. I don't want to no, hear
2: it. I, I I I don't either. And I know people hate when you say this, but I'm but I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna continue to say it again. If you did not vote, I don't want to hear your your opinion. I, you, as far as I'm concerned, your opinion is is not valid uh, because you had a right to to you had a chance to vote and if you voted and your person didn't win you can complain all motherfucking day long but if you set the process out that meant you were fine with whatever happened
1: yeah i was saw somebody linking an old piece to somebody that they wrote uh, a while ago and talking about how not voting as a black person is a good option and people that tell you to vote are anti-black and i'm like dog you you part of the problem you know we need everybody man so you know uh you want to be a contrarian be contrarian to white supremacy that's trying to make not vote contrary that shit don't just try to contrary people that got your best interest in mind there's people out here that want to harm you that literally would like nothing better than suppress your vote and you're sitting here helping them
2: right and 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 the thing to me that's that's frustrating is a lot of these people are the motherfucking loudest about how terrible everything is how the right. sky is falling okay bitch what did you do what did you do what did you do
0: right. you
2: did nothing but well, then i you know why are you so loud for somebody that didn't put in any sweat equity into this
1: right all right let's get into it
0: Take a look. It's, it's in a, a book. book a reading rainbow,
1: rainbow. A reading rainbow. Rainbow. rainbow all right, let's go ahead and get into the get into this show guys. you think Carol baskin's husband listening to this podcast right now mm- no wonder oh, no. Oh. that's interesting I wonder why I not. Um, alright, uh, let's see. I guess we can start with the coronavirus stuff. Um, we need the coronavirus song of the day.
0: With
1: you, but I love it. all right let's get into it all kinds of stuff is happening um so now there's like new information like i said I always finding out new shit with this COVID 19 mm-hmm. uh patients are saying they feel a fizzing sensation as a new symptom
2: oh shit fizzing like fizzy water what the hell
1: yeah uh apparently doctors treating the illness tell the post that this phenomenon may be one of the last sensations patients experience as their bodies battle the disease one patient who shared her experience on twitter uh claims that she felt the sensation since the first day of her symptoms uh describing it as an electric feeling on my skin Ooh. founders of the me too movement to work shared that her partner was diagnosed with the illness and also experienced the burning feeling that her that his skin was so severe his skin felt like it was burning even when he barely had a fever of 99 He we, he, we felt we literally used aloe gel for sunburns to soothe it uh, she further explained on twitter the mp later told us that she had her other say it too um <clears throat> yeah dr daniel griffin chief of infectious disease at pro Healthcare associates tells us the tells the post uh clearly it has been identified but we're just not sure yet how widespread it is um griffin as well as others feel that there could be usually uh several reasons for the feeling it may be the result of a disease fighting antibodies interfering with the way what nerves work adding that neurologists still aren't sure if it's our body's response to the virus or the virus itself that causes that feeling Uh, another explanation could for the sensation could be tied to a fever uh people aren't used to having fevers maybe their skin really does feel like an electric sensation he explains he advises that an aloe vera gel or mild lotion could help soothe the sensation despite this shah does not believe people will be quick to get tested based on the sensation alone it's not a symptom that has been well described yet so just make sure you're still following isolation procedures just gotta get the information out here there's always something new popping up with this shit man um let's see um oh here's more new information um the coronavirus now people are uh the cdc is starting to come up with you know getting more information especially out of china right so they're thinking the coronavirus can actually travel through the air at least 13 feet god Damn. Which is more than twice as far as uh, social distancing guidelines uh, have said before. Uh, this is according to a report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Research published in the federal agency's Emerging Infectious disease journal, Diseases Journal showed the contagion spreading far further than previously official suggestions, and also getting spread on people's shoes. The aerosol distribution what? characteristics indicate that the transmission distance of COVID-19 might be four meters, the report says. Furthermore, half of the samples from the soles of the ICU medical staff shoes tested positive. Now, oh. of course, ICU medical staff are people that are around this more than the average person. Correct. So maybe, you know, this is, this is all information that has been tested from you know the hospital rooms and stuff like that of where the disease hit the hardest um but yeah they're saying they're
2: constantly walking in it
1: yeah they said therefore the soles of medical staff shoes might function as carriers um like i said this might not be everybody's shoes but medical staff shoes you know the report based on research by a team of uh, at the academy of military medical sciences in beijing appears to reaffirm fears that the current social distancing guidelines of six feet may not be enough it also suggests people especially medical staff on the front lines could inadvertently be spreading the bug away from its source recommending stringent disinfecting measures
2: yeah and uh that's why a, and a lot of their culture and even you know some over here in you know some black older black people they like you hit that. they like take your motherfucking shoes off i don't know where your shoes has been and what the hell you don't stepped in don't spread that shit in my house
1: high levels are also found on frequently touched surfaces like computer mice trash cans and bed rails um the cdc recommends six feet for social distancing while the world health organization claims just three feet should be enough less than a quarter of the distance the current study suggested spreads. so like i said this is keep in mind don't panic this is also in a highly contaminated zone that they're doing this so they're not you know i don't know if this applies to if you go to the grocery store if it's the same as you know these uh hospital areas and stuff but just want to always keep people aware of the latest uh findings because they're always finding out more a virginia pastor has died from coronavirus after refusing to close church doors amid social distancing orders
2: what did we say
1: look it don't care if you go to church
2: it don't care nothing about the holy spirit jesus god none of that it will touch all of y'all and go ahead and take you on the glory
1: the coronavirus outbreak, which has infected over 5,700, 5,700, 5,70, what? 576,000, sorry, people in the United States <laughs> has now claimed the life of a beloved pastor just weeks after hosting a packed service at Richmond's New Deliverance Evangelistic Church. Bishop Gerald O. Glenn passed away from the deadly virus. According to the New York Post, Glenn's last known service took place march 22nd where he vowed to keep his church doors open unless i'm in jail or in the hospital i firmly believe that god is larger than this dreaded virus he said at a time amid the state social distancing orders adding that people are healed in this church i am essential i'm a preacher i talk to god but on sunday the church announced the news of glenn's passing revealing that he died a week after being diagnosed with the disease it becomes very real to you his daughter marjorie crawley told the local news adding that her mother is also sick with the virus i just beg people to understand the severity and seriousness of this because people are saying it's not just about us it's about everyone around us
2: right that's what people are are saying like you act like people are telling you this just because it's like it's amazing how people use religious freedom to do the dumbest shit
1: yeah and um you know that's kind of the problem with this shit you know this idea of i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i feel like doing you know there's like it's it's that 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 causes a lot of the issues
2: yeah because so. don't nobody care nothing about your religion the religion is not the problem they're going this thing right here don't care nothing about your religion the problem is you're packed you're in proximity of each other, you're breathing on each other, you're hugging each other, people are asymptomatic, nobody knows who got, who has it, and then you have an outbreak. And this Easter service was yesterday. Guarantee you, in some parts of the country, there's going to be an uptick Mm -hmm. within the next 14 to 21 days. A massive uptick because people were just determined they had to go to church.
1: Yeah, they just feel like I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And you know that is you know that's scary man like you know i like a lot of people like joke and uh, applaud this shit and i'm like i don't find any of this stuff funny Mm -hmm. when it's especially black older people talking about i'm gonna do what the fuck i want to do like that's not cute you know because you know him saying this a week ago people in church clapping for it and shit and now he's dead do y'all not look back on that and be like damn we really shouldn't have been in there
2: right and how do i know i don't have it
1: yeah like you know and like i said i splotted this on trump because okay. uh i feel like his lack of seriousness and messaging is whether you respect him as a president or not that office that lack of direction it does trickle down to everybody and yes, so sure. you have people that don't treat it seriously because they think well he ain't got to treat it seriously i'm not gonna treat it seriously but it does man like it just i don't know it makes me so fucking mad like <sighs> and not mad i don't even know what to say it's not necessarily mad at them because i know something uh, like i'm not like yeah he did i'm happy i'm mm-hmm. like i'm just mad because it's like it was a waste it's a waste right y'all could have you you, you could have waited three four sundays or whatever the fuck the it's gone three yep. four months of sundays it just don't matter it, it
0: don't. compared
1: to the lives of your parishioners if you care about them if you, you don't you close your doors that's this is a weird fucking time and a weird fucking disease because it's the way to fight this is to not come together right and so it's it's fucking with people but it's but it's but you just have to trust the people that that know the science and the research and work in the field they're they're not all they're telling us this shit for a reason right um you know and i like i had a like i had a friend well i would loosely use the word friend that um she used to be cool but uh, i guess over the years she just went crazy and start you know like I saw something on her page where she shared this guy in some scrubs you know medical person of some type I don't know if he's a janitor if he's a doctor or what but he sat down did a like 20 minute live video on how You know coronavirus ain't ain't nothing but the flu and you shouldn't be scared of it and you know it don't you know don't matter like we don't need to change anything blah 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 open up the country and she shared it and then said yeah i'm a trump supporter if you don't fuck with me and unfriend me so of course i did um but it's it's like also i was just thinking like you don't look around you and see the ymca is closed you can't go lift weights you don't see that your job is telling you don't come in your the schools that say keep your kids at home you don't see all the death happening right like how is this like how are you not understanding this even when people say that stupid ass stat like yeah you know flu kills forty thousand people a year or something it's like yeah over the course of 365 days you know like you're talking about this shit doing that in a month you know you're talking like you don't know if if one in one uh if one in every 100 people dies you're talking like you don't know 100 people like you won't be touched by this so uh researchers in brazil in chloroquine study after participants hearts experienced life-threatening side effects
0: hmm.
1: yeah it's the drug that um uh, i don't know if he's still promoting it but donald trump was promoting this you know it was supposed uh you know people were watching They were watching the money was saying like his family and stuff was investing in these holdings mm-hmm. uh in in the companies that sell this drug
2: everything is about money
1: um but yeah the volunteers in the study started having heart complications that could possibly lead to death 81 hospitalized patients were involved in the amazonian uh funded case study and were used to test how effective the drug would be on the attacking uh coronavirus and so they had to end the study um researchers ceased to study early after potential safety hazards appeared as a result of the patients taking the drug each patient took a 50 milligram dose of chloroquine twice a day for five days according to the report other volunteers were given one 600 milligram dose every day for 10 days preliminary findings suggested the higher chloroquine dosage 10-day regimen should not be recommended for covid 19 treatment because of its potential safety hazards such results forced us to prematurely halt patient recruitment to this arm patients who would take a higher dose to start experience arrhythmia or irregular heartbeats within three days of taking the drug 11 patients died after six days wow. but no reports show whether it was due to the drug or the virus itself the new york post reports that sci- the scientists said the trend towards uh higher fatality associated with the higher dose by day six or fo- a follow-up resulted in premature halting or of giving higher doses to patients. Researchers say that they concluded the higher dosage is where they saw abnormal effects. To me, the study conveys one useful piece of information, which is that chloroquine causes a dose-dependent increase in abnormality in the ECG, the electrocardiography that could uh, predispose people to sudden cardiac death, said Dr. Gerlink the head of the Division of Clinical Pharmacology at the University of Toronto, Canada. So, it made the miracle drug solution that Donald Trump was telling y'all Mm this but
2: they had to test it on real
1: live human beings yeah Dr. Fauci tried to tell people chill out you know he's like hey man you can't you can't do like this shit is not what y'all say it is dog uh, meat plant had to close after 293 workers tested positive for coronavirus
0: God
2: damn.
1: and the nation's uh, meat supply could take a hit Virginia-based Smithfield Foods announced Sunday that it is closing its pork processing plant in Sioux Falls until further notice after hundreds of employees tested positive for the coronavirus, a step the head of the company warned could hurt the nation's meat supply.
2: Yeah, probably because they're in close proximity walking around. I mean, you're in the meat plant.
1: Yep. It employs about 3,700 people in the state's largest city. It's become a hot spot for infections the health officials say Sunday that 293 of the 730 who have been diagnosed with COVID-19 in South Dakota work at the plant uh, as a critical infrastructure employer for the nation's food supply chain and a major employer it is crucial that Smithfield have a healthy workforce to ensure the continuity of operations to feed the nation at the same time employees need a healthy work environment said Noam and tin hockin who uh wrote wrote to the place operators uh smithfield announced a three-day closure last week so it could sanitize the plant and install physical barriers to a head social distancing but on sunday it announced the plant's indefinite closure the closure of this facility combined with the growing list of other protein plants that have shuttered across our industry is pushing our country perilously close to the edge in terms of our meat supply, Smithfield President and CEO Kenneth Sullivan said in a statement. It is impossible to keep our grocery store stocked if plants are not running. These facility closures will also have severe, perhaps disastrous repercussions for many in the supply chain, first and foremost, our nation's livestock farmers. Sioux falls, sioux falls uh facility is the sioux falls facility is one of the largest pork processing plants in the u.s uh smithfield said it supplies nearly 130 million servings of food per week or about 18 million servings per day uh there's no evidence that the coronavirus is being transmitted through food or its packaging according to the department of agriculture other meat processing plants have also closed temporarily because of outbreaks of the coronavirus including the tyson food facility at columbus junction iowa where more than two dozen employees tested positive yeah and that's and so that's the other thing too when they keep talking about open up the economy reopen the economy reopen the economy yeah I'm like it doesn't if you want to reopen economy the virus is going to shut it down
2: right the virus don't give a fuck about the economy people don't understand that what's going to happen until there is a vaccine and a vaccine that works and a vaccine that you can pump out in mass and testing that can be done massively to see how many people have it how many people until you get to that point it's going to be a back and forth because the thing is you need workers what's the point in sending people to work just for them to reinfect get reinfected if they already have it because we know now people can get infected again you know more than once who don't have it forcing them to come to work and they catch it bring it back home to their family it's like it doesn't make sense to reopen the economy and i do understand that uh, people want things to get back to normal. But there is no new normal. There is pre-coronavirus and post-coronavirus. There's, it, it, this is literally has changed the way the world will function moving forward. And so we will still function. It's just going to be a different way of functioning. And the thing is the coronavirus is going to do what it's going to do and we just have to wait and people don't want to hear that here that it has to take its course they're going to be numbers are going to fall in some places of the country and guess what numbers are going to go up in some places of the country because people are determined to keep gathering and the thing is if if you don't have the same blanketed rule across all 50 of the states it's not going to matter because people travel too so okay let's say one state shut it down their numbers is good then you got another state and they breaking out a lot of those people leave and start going to these other places to reinfect so it's 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 like opening up the economy makes no sense
1: yeah and uh you know the economy is going to suffer from stuff like this right so let you know these places that were deemed essential and didn't shut down these are these are the canary in the coal mine for the rest of the economy you know even when you see numbers start to come down somewhat it's not necessarily um it doesn't really mean the fight is over
0: Mm -mm.
1: but Oh, afraid that people will start to think that way, but it's not saying the fight is over. So you have, you know, people like, um, like in New York where they're like, Hey, we're having less deaths every day. Yeah. But it's still 700 deaths a day. And literally, if we said, okay, well, everyone come back out, it would just hop right back up. Right. And the thing is with the gestation period of this, of this disease, of this virus, you're not talking about the next day so the decisions that you make you don't really see the harm for maybe a week or two mm-hmm. and then it's like oh these motherfuckers are about to die Uh oh here we go and here everyone's we go. in the hospital
2: right oh lord now we got to shut down again which makes no fucking sense like you reopen it up just to turn around and go go back home well
1: we may be doing that anyway even
2: if people do what
1: the government says the solution may end up being some some level of we open it up a little bit, close it back down. Open it up a little bit, close it back down. And they, they may be managing. This may be like the kind of the new thing until there's a vaccine is that you manage this stuff. There's no football games, there's no stuff, but there will be like, mm-hmm. okay, you can travel today. Um, you know, but at the end of the week, we're going back into quarantine, you know, so. Uh, nearly a third of Americans believe a conspiracy theory about the origins of the coronavirus what do you mean a third of Americans i mean
2: i mean I know you I know I heard what you said, but what is the what is the what is it
1: what is the what what is the conspiracy yes, what well, is multiple there's conspiracy there's different conspiracy theories, okay, many that contradict each other we talked about them on the show you know okay right some people believe uh it was developed in a lab intentionally uh or accidentally or that it doesn't exist it's completely made up people just dying no reason uh uh let's see yeah um there's also people you know obviously the 5g thing um it's you know a third of people just are like fuck what these scientists say it's a trick These sentiments emerged despite a majority of those surveys, 7% saying that the news media had been covering coronavirus very well or somewhat well. Um, but you know, fake news, guys. Um, the belief that COVID-19 was created by humans stems from speculation by some scientists during the early days of the outbreak that the virus came from a laboratory these scientists formed this hypothesis because while most of the early COVID-19 patients frequented the same animal markets in Wuhan, China, not all of them have so some scientists proposed the origin point could have been a Chinese laboratory where humans were working with bats yeah, this is another hazard of social media, I remember seeing some of these people floating these ideas on the timeline being like oh it could be this and it's like i don't and people were retweeting this shit people like you don't have to be assigned as you got have six followers people just wanted an explanation right and so they were just like this is this person they know you know and people were estimating shit like four million people are gonna die and shit like that and People was like oh my god four million people gonna die over a hundred million people will get sick you know stuff like that and um you know, hopefully that doesn't come to pass. But it's it like everything was being shared. So yeah, some of the people was the five G conspiracy theorists. Right. Some of them was the government. It's a Chinese disease created to destroy the world or whatever. Like, yeah,
2: there's different versions of this one. Like y'all act like scientists hadn't been monitoring and studying this shit for years. hmm
1: Uh, so yeah, you had different people with different uh microbiologist michael Ebright speculated to the washington post the virus could have passed from humans passed to humans in a lab accident with an accidental infection of a laboratory worker
2: what's the spider-man the hell is this that
1: hypothesis was picked up and published in a number of media outlets and quickly echoed by some government officials including boris johnson uh there was little scientific evidence to support this belief which seems to have been bolstered by the proximity of a branch of china's center for disease control and prevention to the wuhan animal market and not much else the scientific consensus was that the virus came to humans by way of natural contact with animal hosts but the idea spread anyway as it spread it formed a variant strand a conspiracy that the virus not only came from a lab but was created there yes this is crazy man um so yep the people most likely to believe in covid conspiracy theories are the people most likely to die from the virus Mm. polling suggests people most likely to believe the theory are also most likely to be in danger from the virus according to pew respondents
2: because they're not gonna follow nobody's rules
1: respondents with a high school diploma or less education as well as respondents identifying as black and latino were more likely to believe humans made covid19 given the systemic unequal systemically unequal and sometimes horrifically racist history of healthcare in the u.s it's little wonder minorities might distrust things scientists and health officials tell them about the virus but this systemic inequality combined with the inadequate government preparation and protection means that there are populations they are the populations most likely to die from exposure to the virus for example as april 11th 41 percent of michigan's COVID-19 related deaths were of black people despite black people being 14% of the state's population yep low-income working-class minority individuals are all more likely to have unequal and intermittent access to health care and health insurance to have underlying health conditions to be located in danger zones where worse air pollution means more susceptibility to the virus and to work at jobs that put them at increased risk of exposure Mm mm-hmm So yeah, and that's the people part. You know, part of the people that believe conspiracies and shit about it. Gotta be careful. we Was talking about it with Janelle yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, do a couple more. Striking McDonald's workers say their lives are more essential than food.
2: I agree.
1: Yeah, uh, they went on strike and they demand masks and gloves and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. Uh, And they want hazard pay.
2: correct correct because that's a thing everybody going y'all are essential workers but they you don't want to up their pay mm-hmm. the fuck is this people going out their house risking their lives every day just so you have the ability to go to the grocery store to drive up to mcdonald's and stay your ass at home pay these people
1: yeah they and the thing is even if they had um masks they weren't granted permission to wear the mask until a couple of days
2: ago right because and, you want me, and maybe i've been hearing that a lot of times they uh, weren't like to win because they would say you don't want to scare customers fuck mm-hmm. the customers fuck them they might have to give it to me
1: right and you got all these people sitting in there that in the lobby and stuff hey. they may not have a mask they may be sick they may be asymptomatic um, you're
2: scaring them get out of here
1: sc- uh, scaring who?
2: the customers
1: no I'm talking about oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I know what you mean yeah 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 Oh, my bad uh <laughs> but no, yeah that, uh, no 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 i just i was just i i I missed the i missed your train of thought for a second but I see what you're saying
2: <laughs> i'm sorry
1: yeah it's a stupid ass reason
2: right
1: um like i'm the one behind the register with the money i'm gonna rob you um but yeah um and these are people that need to work to pay their bills you know but You know, and that, like, I saw a story about a girl who died who, who, uh, has, I think, cerebral cerebral palsy or something. But Mm. she wanted to work as a cashier because she wanted to help the community. But Mm. at that, at that place, they didn't provide her with, like, a mask or gloves or anything. Um, and so she ended up passing. Um, and then in the story, they kind of highlighted, like, her last check was $21.67 or something like that and you know first of all it could have been a billion dollars i mean losing your life is terrible either way right but the point was like you know these are people that you it's hard to write a story and make this girl a hero and then say but yeah we were i mean treat her like shit you pay her like shit she shouldn't you know like that's that's not that's not a a story that is to me a happy story
2: no it's not and that's why when the federal government is functioning properly it is their jobs to regulate companies and force companies to do the moral things because the more companies have no morals companies don't give a fuck they're about trying to make the most money possible with the least amount of money going out
1: yeah um uh, Spain is beginning to ease their lockdown to revive their economy we'll see how that goes
2: come on another month they'll be like they spike back up again
1: yeah I know they, they had a lot of deaths too uh, it's one of the countries worst hit by the coronavirus it's beginning to ease strict lockdown measures that have brought its economy to a standstill people in the manufacturing construction and some services are being allowed to return to work but must stick to strict safety guidelines the rest of the population must still remain at home Right. this is what i think is gonna happen with us okay. people are gonna because we already do this somewhat um so we're gonna see this happen more than uh this idea of just opening the economy back up everybody everything's normal that's not gonna happen Mm-mm. but i think you we are gonna see stuff like this where and and we'll see how it affects like watch watch spain to see our future you know and i don't even know if if trump and them have the discipline to wait that long
2: Mm -mm. when they say open back up they literally mean go and do the same normal shit you were doing before that's what the fuck people gonna do and then it's gonna be a breakout all across the country again
1: yeah and some of these governors have had to to link up and be like hey we will decide as a unit when we're opening up our states
2: right fuck what that nigga's saying yeah because <laughs> we care about our people
1: and donald trump came out and insisted monday that he alone could declare the united states reopen for business mm-hmm. continuing the contradictory line of messaging towards the nation's governor because keep in mind he was the one that said it's a state's responsibility they need to get their own mask right. they need to do they need to figure out what they're gonna do for their states this is the federal jared kushner said the federal stockpile of masks and shit is for federal purposes not states which i don't know what does that even fucking mean right. um and then um and then now trump turns it into well hold up no i decide when your states do well i don't want any responsibility i don't want to provide anything for your states but i decide when your states are open for business and not
2: and voting matters. Voting, it's sad, but voting motherfucking matters. Cause most of these people that are like, no, we are not doing that bullshit. Uh, because I am accountable for the people's lives at this, in this state. I understand people are upset because they're stupid and they're dumb and they don't understand that more people will die if I don't put these things in place. Yes, we all feel the frustration. We're all anxious. We're all angry. Yes, we want to get things functioning again, but it, 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 having you stay at home, to open to open right back up again is counterproductive to trying to prevent the disease from spreading so no you know and some of these states uh that's talking about reopening again was some of the fucking last states to close you closed uh, yesterday i don't understand
1: yep um so yeah the president's social media got contrasted markedly with a directive he issued to governors sunday via twitter ordering them to get your state's testing programs and apparatuses perfected be ready for big things big things are happening no excuses the federal government is there to help we are testing more than any country in the world also gear up with face masks so that was him being like hey governors take care of this shit on your own we told you what to do and then at the same time now that they're like well we we can't trust you right we can't trust you we gotta figure out something on our own hey uh governor Newsom, what you what's your plan because we about to we about to do something similar in our state
2: right and 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 this nigga out here doing fuck shit they said that several governors across the country have came out and said they've been ordering shit and they get to the airport and and uh, they'll turn around and be like nah or they'll take it for themselves and all this other bullshit and they like the fuck is this
1: yeah the uh okay so what you're saying (laughs) several states have tried to they've had to barter or not barter but pay for supplies on their own bargaining ways to pay for supplies on their own and um the federal government was coming in and confiscating the stuff not paying for anything not even letting people know that we're doing this they just like oh y'all got masks we taking them um and that was a big thing and then of course states were bidding against each other and um a lot of the federal help was going to whoever trump was cool with mm-hmm.
2: and so he basically is saying that other states fuck y'all die
1: yeah um all right i'll speed through a little bit uh delivery apps apparently are taking advantage of local restaurants so you got that shout out to capitalism Mm -hmm. um and it's even the even these Grubhub and DoorDash ads that make it look like you're helping a local restaurant stay in business right by uh using their products um using their services apparently um that's not what's happening that's a lie um they're actually uh charging the the restaurants um a fee for that and um, you know, in this time when their business is actually booming, like I forget the amount of percent, yeah, but, but it's like up like a whole lot of like their business is up because
2: nobody lot. going nowhere,
1: right? And yet, and of course, you know, Doordash makes money just off the fees and uh the fee they charge you and the fee apparently they charge the restaurant and they won't waive those fees so they're basically you know charging the restaurant and charging the customers for the same at the same time
0: mm.
1: right and the
2: restaurants are like how are we supposed to make money off of this
1: right so they're keeping their deli- the the commissions uh up uh and then going out and declaring we're helping the local restaurants guys use grubhub use use the DoorDash we were helping. It's like not really.
2: So you would literally be better off just calling them directly.
1: Mhm. And keep in mind they're also saying we're waiving delivery fees and stuff like that for customers. Um and, you know, they promote these businesses like they're promoting it like free delivery. You know, it's like right. that's money that's not going to um the like I think the company has to instead pay the delivery fee instead of the customer.
2: Oh, oh wow.
1: Right. Uh, Grubhub forced the restaurants to pay on the promotion for their um, uh, their free delivery for customers um, offering 10, 10, off do- $10 off any $30 order placed between 5 and 9 p.m. And if that wasn't enough, Grubhub also took his commission based on the total cost of the order before the discount.
0: Wow.
1: Yep. And of course, they don't pay their delivery drivers much i mean i try to give big big ass tips when we Mm -hmm. if we do do order something right but that only takes care of the driver i didn't think about like that doesn't take care of the restaurant i mean i don't know it's just kind of all bad news because i don't know i'm supposed to tell you i mean you're not supposed to be leaving your house to go get food and shit you can't go to sit down in the restaurant some people say you could buy like gift cards and then don't go to the restaurant or something but i don't know man and like, how much is that being offered online? You know, right? Like, this is crazy. Um. All right. And the last. Well, uh, this is another quick one. Every state is uh, under a state of emergency in America right now. It, like, it's all. Every state has now declared um, a major disaster declaration, mm-hmm,
2: so. which means the federal government should have already have done it if all was going to close anyway, even though someone went kicking and screaming.
1: Uh, Diamond and Silk got their Twitter account locked for lying about the coronavirus
2: you mean did they lock it or they
1: no Twitter locked it
2: oh Twitter locked it okay
1: yeah Um, I guess they finally got they finally said something to the account <laughs> been lying about everything else for years but I guess that was <laughs> black shit right uh, they it got too comfortable the president can do it don't mean you can no it don't you're still a negro uh sweden's death rate shows danger of herd immunity this is a, this is this is a, a, a something i think people need to understand because he keeps throwing out the term herd immunity right herd immunity is not one herd immunity typically when you have a vaccine to something mm-hmm. and then because so many people have been vaccinated against it they can't uh the disease basically is wiped out mm-hmm. fundamentally right um so that's one thing. People don't understand what herd immunity is. Another thing, it takes time for that to happen. That's not something mm-hmm. that happens overnight. Mm-mm. Two, they don't even know that you can't catch coronavirus twice. There are studies coming out now showing that like 95 patients in Korea have have been have basically had their coronavirus come back or flare up again. Mhm. So there's not even proof that, you know, this shit is a one-time deal. So you can't have herd immunity to something you can catch twice right um anyway so only a month has passed since the idea of herd immunity first entered the discussion around the uk's coronavirus response on march 11th the term was reportedly used by dominic cummins chief advisor to boris johnson in a meeting with the industry leaders and then repeated by sir patrick valance the government's chief scientific uh advisor two days later um but a lot has changed since then. The UK government has denied that herd immunity was ever part of the official strategy, and the country has now been in lockdown for over two weeks to help prevent the spread of infection. But while the UK's policy is now firmly in line with that of the vast majority of the world, Sweden remains an outlier. The Scandinavian country says it is relying on citizens to take responsibility and have given guidelines rather than any strict restrictions. School shops and bars remain open with gatherings of up to 50 people still permitted. Woo. here's what's interesting about sweden sweden has uh essentially they have nationalized health care they have it's, it might not be single payer specifically but the government pays for most of their health care it's like you have now there's still private health care in sweden too mm-hmm. that you can pay for right. but you have this is the socialist utopia that we've been told you know this is what we need in america and it would fix how coronavirus spreads and, and that will fix everything But you're only as strong as the leadership at the top correct so even if no one had a medical bill death is death come on you know like then you don't die in medical debt you still die though so you need somebody up uh, up top being like yo don't fucking go out like we need to get the rates down um yeah much of their response is based on the advice of anders Tegnell, sweden's chief epidemiologist who has advocated the policy um he has previously told Swedish T V that coronavirus could be stopped by herd immunity or a combination of immunity and vaccination. while the Swedish government continues to tell Tagnell uh to back Technel and pursue the more laissez-faire approach, recent figures suggest a worrying rise in fatalities in the country. As of Thursday, the nationwide death count was seven hundred and eighty two, with the underlying statistics showing that Sweden has become more susceptible to the virus than neighboring countries. The death rate of coronavirus-infected patients in Norway is less than 2%, while the figure in Denmark is around 4%. And in Sweden, nearly 8% of people who have contracted the coronavirus have died.
2: Yeah, and they like, we don't want y'all people trying to flee and crossing the border and shit. Concerns
1: are also growing about the spread of the virus in nursing homes, with one-third of Stockholm's nursing homes reporting cases. Um, academics call on the Swedish government to bring in tougher measures. The end of March 2nd, uh, 300 Swedish academics signed an open letter urging the government to introduce tougher measures to help combat the virus spread. Denmark, who began enforcing restrictions even before they had suffered their first death, have begun uh, tentatively lifting restrictions after seeing no mass outbreak denmark's preemptive decision appears that put them ahead of the curve in the fight against coronavirus with the uk still some way off lifting the lockdown restriction so denmark was actually like nah fuck that we don't even need a case sit your ass at home we we need to be ahead of this
2: it's affecting the world Craig. the whole goddamn world what make you think the bitch ain't already here
1: like let's not wait till we got hundreds of people dying to be like i think we need to stay home one of the government's senior pandemic advisors, Professor Neil Ferguson, revealed on the BBC Radio 4's Today program that it was still too soon to consider removing any of the measures currently in place. So, yeah, man, this is crazy because if Sweden has a, one an 8% date, which is higher than any, anybody else right now, Um, with, you know, like I said, for somebody that got that government subsidized healthcare, that really shouldn't be happening, you would think but that's because that's only if you don't look at this as a crisis you know and i think that's what that's what that debate between biden and bernie was about and people got too caught up in i just want free health care it's like that's not 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 that that's a bad thing everybody should want free health care
0: right. nothing wrong with
1: that Mm-mm. but that's not necessarily the issue with this pandemic it's a pandemic it doesn't matter how the fuck the health care is paid for it's just it's going to overwhelm any healthcare system if you let it run amok and you know it's like sweden just chose to be like fuck it that's crazy all
2: right uh oh before we um mm-hmm. move on uh i remember yesterday we was talking to janelle and she was talking about how sometimes you have good days and sometimes you have bad days mm-hmm. uh remember earlier today you asked me was i okay and i thought i was okay but apparently i wasn't okay, okay. um i Come to the realization because I w- had wanted to go outside, mm-hmm. so I had walked up to the balcony and I looked at the balcony and I was like, "Ooh, I want to go outside." But then I thought, A, the coronavirus is out there. B, I don't want to take the time to clean up shit and wipe shit down and spray shit off. Right. Then I was like, "Well, if I go out there, then I'm be beef- I'm, I'm be my head the whole time. I can't touch my face." I was like, "It is too much fucking work." So then I got sad and went on in there and played video games my black ass is staying inside i don't know when i'm gonna ever go outside again i'm scared to go more than three feet from the fucking building and motherfuckers is out here like it is all goddamn good
1: yeah i think so too i know uh you know i was i've mostly been good but sometimes i'll read a story you know because we got to do stuff for the show and you know you read about people dying and shit and you see it's so many obituaries on Twitter and Facebook and not just celebrities and shit but just people like you know this person meant the world to me you know and this person is no longer here and uh yeah it definitely gets to me you know like um uh even if it's just to to be out of the house uh for a little bit to like um go out to eat or something like that or run some errands you know stuff i used to just kind of take for granted you know I, I can't for anymore you know like I, now i'm only leaving the house if i got to you right. know like i and even and every time you know to i take it very seriously you know because a mask uh right. different clothes for the house different clothes for outside um you know washing my hands wiping everything down um like it's a it's a lot more stress <laughs> To just normal shit you know and of course anytime you get like any level of cough sniffle or some shit like oh is this it you know so it's it's definitely um a stressful situation and you're not you're not alone in that and i think it's an unprecedented situation in our lifetime
2: right and 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 for me is is one of the things and which why this is one of the reasons why i get so upset and so frustrated and want to cuss motherfuckers out when i look at the news these these niggas is at the fucking park and i'm like god damn it stay the fuck inside i can't go outside and y'all are out there like it's motherfucking all good with the coronavirus rubbing his dick all in your face up your nose and your nostrils and down your throat and you and you like oh it's all good and i'm like trying to stay away from that nigga because i don't want what he got it's frustrating it's frustrating
1: yeah i think a lot of this frustration is happening also because it's not just you but people are looking at these people that are violating the rules and taking the anger they have at being stuck out stuck inside on them um and like it essentially you're doing what you're supposed to be doing um and they're not and if they were doing what they're supposed to be doing it would help everybody right. but um they're people are gonna do what they do you know um like seeing the people at the park seeing the people you know violating social distancing at different events there was a party at for easter at someone's house or some apartment complex that police had to break up you know seeing these things is sad to me and like i said because of probably how much i've read about it this shit isn't gonna hit some of these people for a week or two right so you know you can be out here you know thinking it's all good and i had a good time and they ain't gonna tell me what to do and think feeling like you're invincible and then it's two weeks later that you're dead you know some of these people that are going to church and all this stuff you know so it's just you know i I get that it's it's very frustrating to see it you know
2: yeah because the thing for me is that i actually care and and i'm concerned because i don't want people to die that's not my that's not what I want. That's why I'm staying in. Right. And I'm like, if you actually was concerned and cared about your fellow man, your children, your family members, you would actually do the same thing, too. But because Americans going to American, you know, this is it's kind not of, just
1: America. Um, but yeah, it's people ain't shit. <laughs> Italy, they have like this is people out here fucking like raging against the storm in their minds like i'm gonna go out party and i'm uh just reading about secret underground clubs in japan and they found one in uh uh the u.s yesterday through surveillance wow. video people still holding underground parties and stuff like you know the and and in japan a couple of those places became hot spots for the disease so you know people out here just wilding, man they just do like This is the the thing, you know. This this is this is the reason that I don't necessarily get so excited about the pie in the sky ideas of like we're gonna get this free healthcare, we're gonna get free college, we're gonna get loans, because I'm like people don't really seem to give a fuck whether they broke, whether they rich everybody seems to do whatever the fuck they feel like doing and then be there with the consequences right so you know when you see that people don't have an empathy towards each other to just stay their ass home right. you know why you talking about you know we i got empathy for this healthcare care shit okay you do for real you believe in that then why you ain't staying home
0: right you know
1: what i mean like why you on a train ever why are you on a why are you on the bus ever why are you in the streets when you don't need to be you know shit like that
2: right and then you have people like me looking at the window uh uh, uh getting anxiety because you asked me I was like no nah, I'm not going outside and I went on about my business because I really was like god I would like to go out there and at least get some sun feel the wind on my face but then I thought about it it's not worth the risk because the rona touches you you do not know how you're going to respond to it you don't know that you're asymptomatic until you got it you don't well, know you're going to die until you got it
1: well I don't think sitting out on your balcony or something is dangerous I don't think that I don't think you're being like that's fine Um, it's more contact with people is the issue, and the way our balcony is situated, I I definitely don't think like the we don't have to worry about that back there. That's true. But um, yeah, it's contact with people that's the issue, you know. And I Um, guess
2: I'm in my own mind so much, and you're reading stuff, so I'm like, you know what? Let me let's outside. Well,
1: what helps me is reading about the actual what 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 is what we're learning about it, you know. Like when I learned about the, you can't catch it through eating food, you know. Like I was listening to three guys on and Andy kept talking about, well, you can microwave the food. You can't catch it through the food anyway. So like, like, if you eat the food, it's going to your stomach pipe. It's not going to your respiratory system. So you're, you're fine with eating food. The, the, the deal is going to be, the plates the cups the stuff that comes with the boxes that come with it and stuff like that and then you touch your face or something you're gonna want to clean that stuff you want to take it out of that put it in packaging that's why i read that long ass article on our show that day it's because peace of mind is knowing you need information to fight this shit right you can't fight this shit with a bunch of wives tales and the blood of jesus or you know i heard it's gonna do this so you know uh it's it's about not Trying to be in public as little as possible, and respecting people's distance, you know, uh, hopefully that's six feet or more. Um, it's it's going to be that kind of stuff. Wearing a mask, you know, it's going to be that kind of stuff, and hopefully we'll get through it, you know.
2: Yeah, and and I do believe what you said is true. I get angry and it infuriates me because I'm like, bitch, I'm trying to follow the goddamn rules. I wish you would too stay your ass in the house. It like it 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 just infuriates me
1: yeah I think you know I, that's, <laughs> I'll that's. i try not to I'll try not to find too many of those stories for the show because of that because there's no point in being mad about these people they're going to do stupid shit anyway you know and hopefully you know they don't become a hotbed for infections and shit but some of these places are going to be there I try to cover the ones where it's like these people did this and then these people died because of this I'm like okay that's kind of newsworthy but the shit where it's like people was you know People went bowling or whatever. It's like, well, if nothing happened, there's not much I can say. I, it's a bad idea, Correct. but I don't want to spend the whole show bringing up every bad idea people have had in
2: the Z-pop. Yeah, people have a lot of bad ideas. So. But shout out to The Walking Dead for being one of the most realistic shows telling yeah. y'all how stupid people actually are and people argue. Wouldn't nobody ever do that word, word. Do y'all believe it now? You believe it now. I know I do.
1: Right. Um, all right. So, man, where should we go next? Hmm. I guess i had some regular ass news but i don't okay. remember what You do
2: the regular ass news
1: yeah i'm kind of lighting the load here it's been a long one yeah bernie and do- endorsed joe biden and they did like a live internet telecast thing together so that was cool you know um i appreciate bernie coming around earlier than later telling his people to vote for him um now many of his people are not gonna vote for joe biden no matter what happens right um, they would rather get more trump um but you know what fuck those people i don't think yeah. they have the numbers i don't really see them being worth engaging Mm-mm. the only thing i found interesting was uh one of the people that worked on this campaign as an aide that brie Bree joy chick or whatever she was talking about how she ain't gonna vote for biden and all this stuff and i said you know what this highlights that bernie sanders campaign was terrible right and it's been terrible for five years it doesn't matter if y'all have spread the word on twitter you spread it at a pitchfork point and may not been able to build coalitions but it shows that the hierarchy of his campaign he never and I, I always had this sneaking suspicion but today i feel like it was proven he's never had control over his people in his campaign
0: Mm-mm.
1: and that's the problem when you're the protest candidate you get a bunch of people that you know it's like that it's like that skit on uh, astronomy club where the person's at the black power meeting and it keeps fucking uh interrupting, interrupting and, and to p- gets the podium and then it, you realize that the movement's always been about them getting all the attention Correct. and that's what she did today was essentially being like i want all the attention i don't care if bernie endorsed them. i'm not like first of all no one's asked for your endorsement
2: no they didn't
1: so who are you You know, like, like, no, AIDS endorsing a candidate is not a thing, you know? But second, the fact that your candidate that you work for said something and you come out to be like, fuck what my candidate said, I got to keep it real on these Twitter streets. That is the issue with this dude. He doesn't have, I've never felt like, you know, and uh, this is one of the reasons I don't get mad at him. Like, everybody else, oh, fuck Bernie Sanders and shit. I'm like, I don't feel that way at all. I feel like he's a good dude. But I feel like he's a good dude that isn't necessarily internet savvy who doesn't no, really have a hands-on approach not. to dealing with his people Mm-mm. and he doesn't really have an organization that gets in line behind him when he's like this is what the fuck we own everybody you know he's not a leader in that way he's always been right. the guy who's the odd man out the consenting the uh, dissenting opinion the contrarian he's always been that dude and I, I fuck with him and I think he's righteous in that way but his people really don't fuck with him mm like his people don't fuck with the liberal agendas they talk about they don't fuck with the progressive movement that they're talking about they don't fuck with any of that because they're the people that says i won't take five steps in the right direction unless i get 10 steps in the right direction and it's like well 10 steps is not going to be possible then i'll take 10 steps the other way right and that doesn't make any fucking sense but mm-hmm. these and you know these are the people these are you know when we talked started to show off this attention that people get from the being attention. like i'm the wokest one i'm so woke i'm not voting fuck you like that person well they also want all their attention because you didn't have to tell me that
0: mm-hmm.
1: you could have not voted without no one knowing and have complete peace of mind nope you needed everyone to know so they will come give you attention and be like "Why are you Mm-hmm. and for the yeah they wanted that mm-hmm. and that's what his campaign consisted of that's what many yes. of the members of his campaign many of the people that um you know have no little like you know and it's sad because this was supposed to be a experience for people like her to gain some experience in this arena but she blew it and she was terrible and she acted in the opposite of his interest in so many fucking ways and even to the last day even up to now you're still undercutting this man who you claim was supposed to be the savior for america like y'all never respected him so how the fuck was anyone else supposed to
2: right and the thing is if he lives long enough he may run again and guess what he if i was him i wouldn't consider you
1: yeah i mean it was that but see him considering her in the first place was the thing that made me be like oh this dude's not serious Mm -mm. like you have like the fact that she made a more staunch endorsement in defense of having joe rogan as a as a as as a as a person that you want to um almost treat like a campaign surrogate like having you writing that but then saying joe biden who is like 75 percent of the way on the on the 100 percent of bernie sanders plans that's trash like you're like you're you're literally you told me a racist uh transphobe was was deserved more grace And and I need and we need people like him in the party. We that that's what you told me. But but Joe Biden, who has is adopting more and more liberal plans as he runs, that dude is trash and we should just take Trump instead. Fuck out of here. He he hired a person that voted for Jill Stein in twenty sixteen. Like that's where Bernie's fault that's where his fault lies to me. You Mm -hmm. just you like you gotta understand people better than that. Uh let's see Drake's Tootsie Tussie Slide debuts at number 1 on the Billboard Hot 100.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. It's funny because
2: I, you know me, I it was like, what who? I mean, I heard of Drake, but not the song.
1: It's funny because um everybody in my age group has a love-hate relationship with Drake. Yeah every time this nigga come out with a song that is about crush the charts every single time motherfuckers be like this shit is trash it's corny drake oh what a cornball i hate him and then i i don't even really say shit to people because you give it some time and then everybody know the words and they be singing and dancing and they love the song they love the video it's always he's corny uh he's a low-key misogynist niggas rap all of them are low-key misogynists. who's not even the women everybody in rap is low-key misogynist you're not you didn't wake me up i wasn't thinking oh man what a lovely man and then (laughs) you know he sings about how he hates women i'm like yes and other niggas rap about it it's kind of the thing in hip-hop um but yeah this is a song
0: Son,
1: i could get you the passion. it's a thriller in a trap where we from baby don't yeah i don't know i don't know why people hate that oh that's that. a bop right everybody was telling me it was corny and that
2: beat go hard
1: nobody fuck with it i'm like you know
2: whatever
1: just like porn nobody watching but somehow the fucking ratings through the roof
2: number one.
1: i don't know how he keep popping up at number one and y'all hate this nigga like I need either y'all need to ditch all of them or uh, y'all need to y'all need to go ahead and uh, like turn off your Spotify list, block them on your Spotify playlist because some. Yes, he
2: can count from somewhere.
1: Um, let's see what else. Oh, Tiffany Haddish and Common might be spending their quarantine t- together.
2: Oh shit, man
1: Common got quite the roster of of, of ladies, of though. Ladies, it? okay. Um, He's all
2: over the place serena um, erica badu
1: yep um <laughs> that one woman from uh what was it marriage story uh laura dern um oh dominic's did, favorite
2: did he date nicole kidman somebody said angela rye yeah yeah wow uh
1: so yeah you might be in that one He's uh, like a
2: rainbow coalition
1: yep he might be caked up with uh Tiffany Haddish right now during the convo with uh Tiffany Haddish uh when she talked to Cedric the Entertainer I guess what was she talking to um yeah Cedric the Entertainer uh without saying too much she alluded to how she's getting by in her COVID-19 era days with the Chicago rapper (laughs) you know Tiffany gonna tell it during the convo she mentioned she was quarantined with a friend who had a vegan chef cooking them meals and immediately turned the phone to common who ended up chatting with cedric that was exclusive because since we're on quarantine i can't get my depot shot birth control so let's see what happens
0: oh no oh no
1: oh man she's so funny to me the rumor that the two were an item has been circling around for some time it all started in a simple happy birthday wish the actress sent the rapper on Instagram the rumors were confirmed even more when Haddish brought Common as her date to her bot mitzvah plus Beyonce's mother Tina Knowles dropped a hard code hit on Haddish's Instagram post which showed the two together on what looked to be a paint and sip date Knowles wrote a beautiful couple underneath the photo
2: oh
1: Tiffany Haddish and Common Mm
2: that's a
1: combo i'm gonna tell you something that common is a hoe okay he gets around all right he's slanging
2: that thing
1: all right it, that is community dick they are running through common on the rig
2: Word must be Word must be he must put that break that back
1: mm-hmm. i tell you something common New if you listen to this oh it's almost it's time oh mm-hmm. hold on a second all right hold on let me pause this real quick that caught me off guard all right sorry about that but um yeah uh i forgot what i was gonna say oh yeah common if you're listening to this man hey value yourself man you know make these women wait you out here just giving this dick away man what did kendrick say this dick ain't free <laughs> and you know i'm not trying to slut shame you but i'm just saying common it seemed like you know you you don't confuse sex with intimacy okay brother if you're gonna be a hoe be the best hoe you can be and i hope you're getting some money with all this hoeing okay uh let's see what else is happening um oh man our boy is back in the news okay who? uh virginia governor ralph Northrum
2: oh shit what else he done done
1: he signs background checks red flag and other gun control bills into law come on Democratic Virginia Governor Ralph Northam on Friday signed five gun measures into law including a background checks bill and an extreme risk protective order the slate of bills prompted a large guns rights rally in January with about 22,000 gathering in protest at Virginia state Capitol. the legislation has also fueled wait is this an old article? How could this have a gun rally? There's no way this had a gun rally in the coronavirus days, right? Mm-hmm. Let me check the, let me check the date Wait, on this. Okay. Someone sent I, me, someone sent me this, but maybe it's not new. You never yeah, know. He
2: did something. I got some more. Okay.
1: But I, I, I'm just, I want to start here. Um, let me just check the date. No, this is new. Okay. So thousands of motherfuckers. What? when was the rally uh oh in january oh okay 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 so i guess um because the bills were even proposed yeah people, people started gathering and and protesting and uh of course he went ahead and and uh passed them anyway i don't blame him they've been a priority for northam since he first introduced them in 2019 legislative sessions and he made them an even more urgent priority in the wake of a mass shooting at virginia beach municipal building last year that left 12 people dead northam Mm -hmm. called for a special session at the time to debate gun control but it was adjourned by republican lawmakers without action just after just 90 minutes northam northam reintroduced the legislative package in january when his party became in control of both chambers of the virginia Cal- uh, general assembly come
2: on and got them bitches passed anyway
1: on friday he signed an extreme risk protective order also known as a red flag law which allows for the temporary removal of firearms for people deemed to be at high risk of harming themselves or others Aye. virginia now joins the 19 other states in washington dc having passed some type of red flag law the governor also signed a bill requiring background checks for all the state gun sales and a bill that limits the purchase of handguns to one a month
2: come on through
1: he also signed a bill requiring a person to report the loss of theft of a firearm within 48 hours or face a civil penalty of up to 250 dollars and one that raises the punishment for leaving a loaded unsecured firearm that endangers anyone under the age of 14.
2: come on
1: we lose too many virginians to gun violence in this past time we took bold meaningful action to make our community safer northam said in a statement friday i was proud to work with the legislators and advocates for on these measures and i'm proud to sign them into law these common sense gun laws will save lives
2: right right
1: mm-hmm. I hear get them it. mm-hmm
0: you know, I was, um, you know. Uh,
2: hey, that's my nigga out here saving lives. it oh, has got a lot of power, honey. Huh? It
0: makes me feel.
2: Come on. Sh- 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 can you show me one more time? I, t- I promise I, I, I won't let your wife stop you. Come on. Come on, do that spin
1: somebody get between him and his wife so she can't she can't stop him from hitting his moonwalk at this point he he literally gonna be in blackface at the cookout this is crazy (laughs) he also signed new bills expanding voting access karen
0: come on he
1: signed legislation that repeals voter id laws and makes election day a state holiday and expands access to early voting
2: Bravo, sir!
1: early voting will now be allowed 45 days prior to an election without a stated excuse previously if voters wanted to participate in early voting they would need to provide a reason from a list of approved state uh, by the state a separate bill expanded to absentee voting timelines in-person polling will be extended for an additional hour from 7 p.m to 8 p.m voters will no longer be required to show photo id to vote Photo, voter ID laws disenfranchise individuals who may not have access to photo identification and disproportionately impact low-income individuals, racial or ethnic minorities, the elderly, and individuals with disabilities.
2: He like I want everybody to vote. I'ma make it a goddamn hot holiday.
1: Election Day is now considered a state holiday. The bill repeals the current Lee Jackson Day holiday. Come on. Oh, nigga. That's the Steph Curry leaving the hand up after shooting the three, knowing it's going in. That was just petty. That was just He out that in front of the Confederate bench and turned around and, and just looked at him. Did a shimmy like, "Oh my god." Oh. He both shoulders. That was ridiculous. Oh, you didn't have to do him like that, Northam. You didn't have to hurt him like that, Playboy, but I appreciate it,
2: okay?
0: Come on. Me. Check out, boy! Hey! Me. on me! Tricks on me! Listen, get that
1: man the be- big. He' about to get the plate. Plate. Watch him get the first plate we're gonna have to push some brothers out the way excuse me move mm-mm, okay mm-mm, you didn't do enough mm-mm,
2: mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> he get the first plate
1: barack hold on one second i got to give this plate to ralph i'm gonna be you're right number back two, you're number two yeah we got you but i mean come on he done did more in the office in the last year um yeah damn we repealed lee jackson day i hate that fucking holiday right it's dumb uh which is established to honor confederate generals robert e lee and stonewall jackson to maintain the name the same number of state holidays voter registration will also be automatic for people getting services at the department of motor vehicle come
0: on
1: voting is a fundamental right and these new laws strengthen our democracy by making it easier to cast a ballot not harder Northam said in the press release issue sunday no matter who you are and where you are in virginia your voice deserves to be heard and i'm proud to sign these bills in law
2: he's scared because you know what the voting is about to go through the motherfucking roof it'll never
1: be the republican again ever 'Cause they can only win by repressing the vote in these states. Any state that allows everyone to vote will always go blue. Right.
2: Might be people that moved there. Yes. This is what happened when he walked in there and signed that bill. <laughs> I hope he signed the bill and Moon walked out the door. Yes!
0: He two
1: stepped all the way to his desk, right past him. But wait, Karen, that's not all.
0: It's more?
1: Today, the Human Rights Campaign celebrated the signing into law of the Virginia Values Act by Governor Ralph Northam. The law will extend existing state non-discrimination protections and public employment, housing, and credit to Virginians on the basis of sexual orientation, gender identity, and several other characteristics.
2: Who got a hold of this white man? They told him, don't you ever Somebody throw some
0: glitter
2: on that man.
1: they say don't ever show your black face around here um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: his whole he doing a fucking apology i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i am sorry i didn't even offend you but i'm sorry anyway
1: god damn well i can't believe y'all almost threw this man in the trash Woo. right thank god for the black virginians that were so smart and said, mm-mm, don't waste this. Don't we about to cash this. in oh. all the points. Okay, they gave him a stack of Uno cards. It's like, re- reverse, draw two, draw, uh, draw four, uh, d- reverse skip. Pick the, the color, the color is black. The color is black all the time. Oh. He man. cutting
2: all the hearts
1: in addition to sexual orientation and gender identity the law also creates all-new protections for virginians in private employment and places of public accommodation on the basis of race color and religion national origin sex pregnancy childbirth or related medical conditions age marital status disability and status as a veteran
0: god who who was talking to him who was talking to him don't want to see no
1: my god
2: honey he told her, beat it with your racist ass you better beat it you know he said karen
0: you know i was come on
1: he said i'm not gonna stop till i get
0: enough
1: i'm not gonna stop passing legislation how
2: how many more days do i got in office (laughs) i can't come back again but y'all gonna remember me forever Good
1: on any at this point you know what he gonna be cooking at the cookout
2: come on i'm trying to tell y'all we
1: gonna come in and he gonna be telling us how to how how he used to be cooking back in. he gonna he gonna come in in blackface with the fro
2: on y'all might be in for a treat you know back before the war broke out i was a saucier in san antonio i bet i could call up some of them green yeah do
0: some crawfish out the patty y'all <laughs> i made some crab apples dessert now yeah hey
2: yeah that's how he gonna Mm -hmm. come in he gonna gonna walk in he gonna walk in there but like yeah uh, i just finished cleaning some some chitlins and some hog mogs and uh yeah i'm i'm uh, i'm good oh my god (sighs) he gonna know how to make the sweet tea the lemonade
1: oh my god this man a hero come on like loki I vote for him for president not even joking
2: if he runs he motherfucking got my boat he
1: moonwalks so we can run okay i would vote for this nigga for president and, absolutely and
2: his potato salad Gamela.
1: with no bottle with like it would be like how these white people is with bernie i'd be like that with ralph come on <laughs> i would be out here embarrassing myself what's a little blackface okay he moonwalked with king okay he moonwalked y'all really gonna hold blackface against him forever but i'm over I, it i'm gonna be honest with y'all i
2: don't I, know what y'all mm-mm.
1: he said he was sorry and i really don't see what the problem is i forgave is. him tropic thunder one of the best comedies of all time believe this is a problem who's mm-hmm. offended what's
2: a little bit of blackface?
1: oh i would be his dominant silk okay <laughs> think I, <laughs> I think i won't cool out for this <laughs> motherfucker to, to, to write the to just write bills us into a motherfucking oblivion i mean a utopia oh man I would sell out so fast for this motherfucker. Quick and
2: in a hurry. Oh. I bet you, uh they're gonna fuck around and uh they're uh gonna get more people to actually move in there.
1: I give me a black face wise matter shirt. Like come on. they be like, Really? Really, Rod? I thought you was woke. Mm, not Mm-mm. not until this man's in office. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, we need to I, get this we need to get I, this man in office. He the first black president. I said
2: it. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. I would I would I would get me a shirt with like michael jackson uh moonwalking shoes and them sparkling <laughs> socks i'll be mm-hmm. like he moonwalked so i could vote Mm-hmm. he moonwalked
1: us all the way to the polls okay come
2: on he moonwalked and he only getting one term one term he gonna be known forever ever like he what's he gonna do after this
1: he might as well run for president i'm telling you i don't care about the Twitter Nick. they just i turn my whole bio to just me and blackface i'm staying with my brother in blackface solidarity I okay stand. i become his cornell west you the dear brother ralph the dear brother ralph Come is on. you know he's trying to talk to the people he's against the oligarchs and the plutocrats they are like what the fuck happened to rod like, sold I, out brothers.
2: i sold completely i like i you know I, i'm sorry my brother you're wrong you know what i'm saying <laughs> right. last time i checked you know when it came to the history of blackface
1: mm-hmm. see I, I always said it's nothing wrong with a little blackface okay i wish everybody have a little bit of blackface okay last time i checked all the people that did blackface that's currently running countries is doing okay yeah okay the one they're doing right this man's doing good that's two
2: i mean i mean (laughs) my my, i mean my thing is i too have blackface friends you know So i I don't discriminate
1: blackface is one of my favorite types of faces okay so i feel like you racist honestly if you bringing up something as old as blackface against this man it's like it's like you the real racist think about it you the real racist for bringing it up i just vote a vote for our first blackface president all right uh yeah i he he did the thing this week come on uh i don't even have nothing else to add guys i don't know Mm-mm. what else is there to say um
2: yeah i'm offended that you're offended right
1: right why well, i never you know it's language like that tell them in the community right. um all right let's see i guess we can end with some guest erase guys um <laughs> uh i
2: am be out there like
1: Sorry, what you say? I'll be like
2: I'll be like Kevin Small. I mean Kevin Hart. I'm over it. I'm I'm over it.
1: Right. I'm over
2: it. I'm over it.
1: <laughs> you you want? They you, bring it up, but I'm. Let's move on.
2: Why you want to move on? I thought you just.
1: I'm over it. Mm-mm. Y'all bringing up old that, shit. That's gonna
2: be his theme music. Mm-hmm. He gonna start walking. Somebody gonna hear the boom box That's what I'm I go hear.
1: Mm-hmm. Like it's just y'all. Just okay. Y'all jealous of this man? <laughs> be on TV in a wig with some big ass glasses on like diamond and silk mm-hmm. y'all jealous of this man and y'all just really just hating and there's a lot of envy mm-hmm. en- envy i see out there i don't
2: know why they hating girl <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: i think mm-hmm. a, a you might have got a y'all must have got hold of him after that blackface
2: somebody got a
1: hold him of him she's probably set him you down you have a responsibility to ruby d you have a responsibility to harriet tubman you have a responsibility to dorothy and to Septima and to Rosa, whose blue veins were shining through her arms when she took that seat on that bus, they are the reason. They are the reason we sit here. Gladys and 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 Pearl and had to walk in the back door of a theater so that we could get on there to dance. That's who you open your mouth. For. Mm-hmm. You matter. You matter. Right, man. You really gonna you really gonna vote for this man for president? After he did blackface. Yeah, I sure am.
2: The man got my vote. I I, I don't see nothing. So
1: what, what do you suggest? I suggest you just just keep playing, man, and don't worry about what goes on at the top of things. That's
2: how I'm be talking. <laughs> On, I, I don't, don't know, worry I don't, about what
1: goes on top of things i don't know
2: I, I i have economic anxiety that's why i'm voting for the man mm-hmm.
1: don't worry about what goes on top of things okay y'all do y'all do what y'all do okay but uh i'm rooting for all the black people uh face okay <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let's get to some guest the race guys now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time boop, boop. that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we asked our contestants today karen and the gentleman to guess the race and of course everyone playing is racist all right let's see what we got here guys <clears throat> a Georgia attorney has been killed after a golf ball hit his Mercedes well damn Uh an Atlanta attorney has been charged by a grand jury with murder after he allegedly drove into a man who he believed had thrown a golf ball at his Mercedes Benz
2: oh is that serious
1: I, I mean apparently so Karen I mean I would say I was shocked but it seems kind of Par for the course. <laughs> um, Brian K. Schmidt, 48, was indicted Friday on the allegations of murder, felony murder, and aggravated assault after his vehicle struck Hamid Jahangard, 60, described as a prominent real estate investor originally from Iran. Smith stopped his Mercedes a few miles down the road from his home in Sandy Springs, Georgia, on July 30th to confront Jah, Jahangar outside a rental property owned by the victim. <clears throat> Mr. Smith's vehicle struck Mr. Jahangar causing him to fall and strike his head. Mr. Smith remained at the scene and spoke with officers. Ooh, the confidence. He died two days of blunt first trauma to the head. The fatal encounter stemmed from Jahangar accidentally striking Smith's Mercedes ba- vehicle with a golf ball. <clears throat> uh the Atlanta journal constitute i mean this is the thing let's say he hit your car with the golf ball on purpose you do realize there's no way a jury is gonna be okay with the there's no defense you can give even if you he hit my ball he hit my car with that golf ball okay and then you killed him you're going to prison like there's no (laughs)
2: <laughs> like, those things aren't equal
1: well it's a Mercedes Benz okay double prison I don't know
0: <laughs> the fatal
1: encounter stemmed from Jahangar accidentally striking Schmidt's Mercedes vehicle with a golf ball the Atlanta General Constitution cited court documents reported that the suspect told authorities he was driving by the rental property when he saw Jahangar lean over a, co- a county trash can and make a throwing motion before something hit a sedan a Sandy Springs police report list a golf ball as a possible as possible evidence schmidt told authorities he made a u-turn to confront the victim who threw the trash can in the path of his, causing him to swerve and accidentally strike behind guard Mm-mm.
0: believe you that if you need, want yeah.
1: but after reviewing security video mm. and car video from a motorist who was behind the suspect All investigators tricks. concluded it was a ca- case of murderous road rage in the course of the investigation the paper reported police found the victim's phone under the windshield wiper of Schmidt's vehicle. It rang when they tried to locate it. Jesus. <gasps> Leading the officers to the so he was like, I'll just tapped him a little bit. And it's like he was clearly hit hard enough to be on your windshield with his phone stuck underneath the windshield wiper.
2: Oh, so we end up find oh, so we end up trying to find his phone, call it and it underneath yeah. your hood. Right. But you tapped him?
1: Right. Um, like trying to get a hole in one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he is listed in the state bar of Georgia as first admitted in 2015. So Karen, guess the right Brian Keith Schmidt.
2: Brian Keith, Schmitt. oh white, I'm going. Karen's white.
1: going with white golf ball white. Okay, let's check the chat room and see what they believe. <clears throat> uh, didn't know he couldn't do that white schmidt used his weather machine for a perfect golf day only to have his car damaged type white uh a hate crime uh, after practicing for the masses golf tournament cracker white he didn't say cadillac right white he was a boogeyman white white dumb white so so white like any golfer except tiger races in white up schmidt's creek white mayonnaise colored bins i push miracle whips white (laughs) shout out to kim doc uh mercedes not cadillac and so quite white racist level activated i mean guys. um he was mo- he was most upset at the victim for ignoring golf etiquette and not yelling for golf and waited around mercedes equal white restricted membership white the correct answer is he was a member of the masses he was white <laughs> They always try to say we the ones acting up uh in the golf club. But well, it's really these white men,
2: okay. Hit killing a motherfucker. Killing him. Hit him so hard his phone fell underneath your hood and then lie
1: and it was like we have the footage Damn, he,
2: he didn't realize he didn't realize somebody was behind him he he was he was he saw red
1: the fact that he killed this man and then sat there waiting for the cops to show up like oh
2: he was confident
1: that's when i said this is a white man because he's like i can explain okay <laughs> listen i know what you're saying officers bleeding in this driveway uh clearly was blunt force trauma to the head it's a funny story it's a crazy story it's a crazy Um, story but totally justified it's self-defense he hit my car with a fall so as you guys can see i should be able to just hear. uh call me if you need me to testify against him in court because clearly this is his fault and i will be needing to bill him for damages to my where are you putting these handcuffs on me he was confused (laughs) (laughs) sir i am right me up I don't think you understand, sir. He hit a white man's Mercedes. Did I
2: not bring this Did up? Did I not explain that? Why am I getting put in the back of the cop car? This
1: is Georgia, right? I I thought I was among friends. Okay. Wow.
2: Well, I guess not.
1: All right, let's uh do another one, guys. <clears throat> Rocky Mountain, North Carolina.
2: Yeah, it's up straight from here.
1: Let's hear it for North Carolina! Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Wiggle it around your head just like a helicopter. helicopter. Um, <clears throat> Edgecombe County Police, uh, deputies caught a man who allegedly stole watermelons in the Rocky Mount area. Okay. Official said in a Facebook post, where, <laughs> where authorities, yeah, stole some watermelons, Karen. Okay, you see them big, juicy watermelons just sitting out there on the field, you're supposed to just ride by. <laughs> I think not. Give me them cassava melons, all right. <clears throat> Might be on some foghorn or leghorn. When authorities responded to the theft report Friday, they said the suspect was found stuck in a field with a truck load of watermelons.
2: Goddamn!
1: Michael Anthony Bryant.
2: Who was with him? <clears throat> uh, Yogi Berra. Uh,
1: that's more picnic sandwiches. When it comes to stealing melons, I feel like that's a uh, that's that's my man foghorn leg leghorn. Ah. I say now, I, I say boy, I, I pass me one of them cassava melons. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, that's
2: racist but i, I didn't I, you know as an adult i'm going back that was actually a racist character if, if
1: i had my as list kid, my list of all all time animated characters i believe was probably racist foghorn is near the top
2: him and yosemite
1: sam sam near the top too it's, it's it's some people they just give out gargamel
2: Yeah, you're you righteous righteous, yes yes Garg- gargamel yes
1: gargamel seemed like he liked the smurfs because they was blue Come on. uh Anyway.
2: Racism. Stay woke.
1: Mm-hmm. When authorities responded to a theft report Friday, they say the suspect was found stuck in a field with a truckload of watermelons. Michael Anthony Bryant was arrested and charged with misdemeanor larceny. He was given a $500 secured bond and put in the Edgecombe County Detention Center. No further information has been released. Mm. Karen, guess the race.
2: What was the name again?
1: Michael Anthony Bryant.
2: I'm going to go white
1: okay all right let's check the chat room see what they believe lazy watermelon eating monkeys black black a negroid <clears throat> big lipped and ashy black selling them on the side of the road black like it's a blackout so far in the chat
2: yeah almost uh, so you make me question me. seasons
1: the watermelon with lowry's sambo black
2: I mean, I know it's watermelon, we love watermelon.
1: I'll go north room, so one person went white uh or you mean blackface, I don't know, so this is why why the watermelon man can sell them so low, but Negro he wants to taste the flavor of negroes white, so you got two whites now, um, all right, a lot of people are scared to keep guessing. I'll go white um and white, all right, so now the whites are catching up to Karen, all right, Karen, mhm- is that your final answer mm-hmm the correct answer is he's black
0: I, was hoping we didn't the
2: stereotype.
1: I know it's in the south and that's the land of deep watermelon seeded hate but that's not what it was this time guys <laughs> Let me uh, play the claw for those who went with black.
0: <clears throat> that's
1: uh, that's him. You can only see the back of him as they put the uh, put the handcuffs on him. He had a safety vest on too, like he worked there. Wait, did it show up in the chat? Oh, whoops, mm-hmm. my bad, y'all. Hold on, my bad. That's that's on me. Uh, I forgot to check to see if it went through, but uh, yeah, he he he's a black, <clears throat> and he was sound like he was doing this shit for resale because I the truck is full of watermelons. Like he like I don't know if he did this before. He
2: probably did.
1: You know, like if this is just part of the Yesterday plan, this might have
2: been one of his larger steals. Because mm-hmm. before and they, they got pro- stuck
1: in the mud, so he couldn't even get away with the crime like you know take some watermelons out that's the only way you're gonna get away
2: okay it flashed real quick and went back oh for real Mm -hmm. oh god here we go guys
1: we were doing so well with my computer Mm -mm -mm. just one more time okay try this one more again one
2: more game
1: uh but yeah yeah what what state did this happen in north carolina so it's our state Mm Hmm. I know the watermelons was delicious.
2: Oh, you know they were flames.
1: Mm mm mm. All right, is it doing anything now?
2: Fully moving. Okay,
1: but yeah, uh, it's just funny because I just I just picture him being like, "I'm about to sell the fuck out of these watermelons up the street," and uh, yeah, he ended up loading himself too much, overestimating how much that car could carry. Uh, uh Oh. he must have,
2: good God. That's a that's lot the, that's of watermelons. Look at the truck. He weighed that, God damn, he weighed that truck down.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, he filled up the whole thing.
1: Like, if he would have just, uh, like, it must have taken so much time just to even steal that many watermelons. You no,
2: know it did. probably took him a few hours to do that. He probably
1: was like, I got all the time in the world. I'm about to take all these, I'm going to be out here for an hour just taking melons. Mm-mm.
2: wow that's a lot
1: if he had just taken like 20 watermelons he would have been straight
2: he would have been just, right because you know the watermelons do all types of shit they wouldn't have thought twice but but, but you probably stole a you know half of a field or something like that They're like you can't do that
1: i would have been out there like listen this is reparation okay this is my grandfather f- uh, plowed these fields and he ain't never got a dime
2: <laughs> for him for him to get uh stuck in the mud he probably they probably had a few hundred pounds in the back of that truck
1: yeah the other thing i would have been like call my lawyer ralph northam he'll know what to say he gonna get us out of this he gonna get us right on out of this i'm gonna be moonwalking out of this prison in the morning he'll
2: say today
1: uh all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right, double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. Let's see if she can make it in the bonus round.
2: I'ma try.
1: Alright. Uh, let's see. Got beef? A Florida man throws a raw burger meat on a car. A homeless Florida man threw raw hamburger meat on the hood of another man's car for an unknown reason. Ha! Ah! Luckily it wasn't a Mercedes Benz, you would have got ran over in the driveway. Right. Uh police say the car owner called them around eight AM Sunday and said as Nook saw Patrick Little through his car. When witnesses tried to stop Little, he continued walking away and refused to wait until authorities arrived. The victim was able to hose off the meat from his car. It did not cause any damage. Yeah, this is, now I'm gonna be honest with y'all. And I could just wash it off my car. I probably wouldn't even call the cops. <laughs> I don't got, to, I don't feel like wasting that time. Mm-mm.
2: Yeah, but uh, okay. All right. Everybody keep you.
1: Like, I don't know the race of the victim, but I'm guessing white. Cause who sits around waiting for, for up to that? Uh, do was able to hold it off. Less than two hours later, a witness saw Little walking into a nearby wooded area. Police say they found him asleep in a tree line. He was arrested on disorderly conduct charge. Karen, guess the race. White. Let's check the chat room. Let's see. They, uh, they had to do it. Uh, what, I mean, what they believe it was. Mm-mm-mm. he had the meats white says trey Black it. Is black says june um did not i for the record i don't know if there was seasoning on the beef or not uh mad because yeah. his bath sauce was off white the meat wasn't seasoned white white as fuck black Uh all right. It's between black and white for a lot of y'all. Crazy white on white crime, the collar and the meat flinger, Joe Exotic's meat supplier. Damn. Black Arby's white. The correct answer is he was white. What's beef? Beef is when you're throwing hamburger in the streets. Ah! <laughs> oh shit! Beef is when you're throwing... Beef is when you're hitting windshields with some meat. Come on! Beef is when I see you all right um that's him right
2: oh he did that shit
1: he's kind of handsome for a homeless man you know he
2: must be a recent homeless
1: right he got the color me bad beard and shit
2: Mm-hmm.
1: like he just john b with a terrible haircut or something but <sighs> i guess he was slanging slinging that beef not that meat uh all right let's get to sword ratchetness and we'll get out of here guys <laughs> homeless homelessness shit different Dad still had packs of ground beef to throw around at cars and shit must be nice not to eat my like, black and homeless it's a little too serious come on uh all right let's see um rapid city man threatens police with sword. rapid city i don't know why well, I when i when i first read maryland i believe okay but when i first oh so, no south dakota but when i first saw that i don't know how in my head it, it felt like raccoon city from uh from the evil games
2: mm-hmm.
1: i was like oh of course raccoon
0: city
2: right you the know home of nemesis uh, you know my fake uh, uh made up did uh um uh, what call it uh corona corp uh created the coronavirus
0: the
1: rainbow corporation yes okay <laughs> you you knew some words
2: <laughs> i thought it was Umbrella to corp
1: Umbrella Corp. Yeah, there you go. I said rainbow, so there you go. Umbrella Corp. I'm like, well, I was like, I don't know, Rainbow Coalition. Who made this? My bad. It's all good. I I didn't know either. Uh,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, play that game in forever. And I was joking about it, but I'm not gonna set it online because somebody might be like, they did. No, no, no. Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, they made a remake of some of them, I believe, and that's out now. People enjoy okay,
2: it. Cool.
1: They had a remake of Final Fantasy 7 too. Ooh. Uh, April 8th at around midnight, Rapid City police responded to a report of a suspicious individual who was pounding on the reporting party's door. One po- once police arrived at the scene to locate the subject, uh 28-year-old Trenton Rattler of Rapid
0: City. Rapid City police arrest a man with a long samurai sword. Our- no, CPD no, getting a call on Wednesday night and found a man brandishing a switchblade. blade. This happening in the 700 block of Indiana Street. Officers say the man, 28-year-old Trenton Rattler of Rapid City, did not listen to their instructions to drop the weapon instead. Rattler kind of slithered away. To disarm Rattler, more officers arrived with a beanbag gun hitting him and causing him to drop the sword. We will always uh, respond to a situation like that, first with lethal force, you know, in our possession, uh, deployed in a state. But soon thereafter, the officers are trained and instructed as a force, if at all possible. So uh, hats really go off to the officers that responded, especially the first officer who was alone for a while with this individual. A medical unit was called to evaluate Rattler, who is making threats against officers. He is charged with aggravated assault on law enforcement, two counts of threatening law enforcement, along with two warrants.
1: And still alive.
2: Still alive.
1: Must be white.
2: Not about to say. I
1: didn't see his picture though. So he could, could be a different race. I don't know. Alright, that's it for tonight, man. It was it a late is. show. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Me too. No, it was a little serious in the opening and coronavirus, but I hope feel like Ralph Northam came through and saved the show, guys. He
0: did, didn't he?
1: He moonwalked us into some funny shit. Alright, y'all, we'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Um, no walking dead recap this week, right?
0: Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Until then, I love you. I love
0: you. Bye.